Uh, show us your tips, Daggy and Beaver. Back with you to get stuck into some Saturday racing on the back of a pretty good day out at Kenzo. And a couple of winners at Sandown for to boot. Beaver, how are you travelling, my friend? Mate, travelling very well. I can't complain. Uh, Mosing on through life as per normal and looking forward to some interesting racing on the weekend. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, yeah, same for me. Uh, we may as well get straight into it where Rose Hill welcomes us. We've got San Domenico Stakes Day at Rose Hill. Good little card uh, and not a bad one coming to us from Mooney Valley. We'll get stuck into later. Of course, check out progroupracing.com.au for everything going on there. Uh, but we will start at Rose Hill where the track should dry out. The rail's in the six-metre mark from the 1,500 to the winning post, four metres the remainder. And I'm very wary about the rail being the place to be on this card. Of course, we'll watch and learn there. Any thoughts how the day might pan out? Wary in the sense that you're saying you should be there or wary that you sense you should not be there? I think you should be there. Yeah. On pace is the place to be. Uh, no rain around. Yep. should get a good track as well. So we've seen that. Well, we've seen that pattern well and truly in play for the last however many months it's been, if not forever. Yeah, I was a bit the same. I thought um, probably need to look for horses on pace uh, to start off and go from there. We're going to start off with a 1,400-metre Class 2 highway handicap. Have you got anything for us to start the day here? Yeah, this was tricky because the main fancies in the race tend to be horses that will probably look to get back, um, and that had me that had me slightly concerned here. So... I was uh, a little bit confused what way to go. I kind of thinking about that. Um, yeah, it really, it really threw me about. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I did kind of go for Ollie's secret, but then it was drawn gate 17. I thought it would go forward. Um, yeah. Without, without knowing how the, the, they're going to work in running, I settled on melody again. Um, it seems to be working closer to a win um, and its last run was pretty good behind Overlord. It didn't get too far off the lead there and does have the five gate here. Um, but horses like uh, Take the Kitty, Miss Thatcher, um, they're all they're all getting back in the field. So um, that's where I settled. Maybe the main danger is eight of a kind. Um, it could jump and run and uh, be hard to catch. Any two horses I really want to mention. Uh, Ollie Secret comes from a proper midweek Metro race, which uh, where it chased well behind Principessa, who we saw come out on the quick backup and bowled in last week, uh, and is 15 bucks at the moment. Looks pretty good to me. So just the only reason is that is because any fears around the gate. And uh, eight of a kind, who got up to 1,200, led, and was pretty good there, and it's double figures as well with Tim Clark on. Uh, so if I'm going to play in this race, I think they're the two. Uh, and we'll use it as a guide for where we're heading in terms of track pattern going on. And pretty, pretty surprising we actually found both of them. But, uh, hey, here we are. Maybe there's something to that. Alrighty, 2,000 metre benchmarks. Can you tell it's late <laughs> at night? Can you tell it's late at night? Uh, 2,000 metre benchmark 78 is second on the program. And I have gone looking at four traveling Kate here. I liked its win last time. I think it can take up a spot. It showed it, it showed in the past. It can do that for Tyler Schiller. And when you watch back that race, it won last time out. I thought it was very strong through the line. I thought Weingast 
Bay was peaking on its run there. I don't know if 2000, I think Wine Glass Bay might be looking for a freshen up back to a mile rather than going anywhere else. Uh, it does get Gate 1 and J-Mac, but the fact the other one's four times the price means I have to be with Travelling Kate. And that's what I'm going to do if I'm going to name a danger. Perhaps uh, too much caviar with Reagan can uh, can chug along on pace there and be the horse to get past, Beaver. I had uh, summarised it exactly the same as you, mate. I've stuck with Travelling Kate. Uh, liked it last start. It got held up um, for most of the way last start. Was I didn't think it was going to get clear. Finally got clear and it was too good for Wine Glass Bay, who had the run of the, run of the race. Um, so it had every possible last time, and I think you're right. I think the extra distance suits Travelling Kate more than it does Wine Glass Bay. Can't understand the difference in the price in the market. I know there's a slight um, weight uh, change there, but um, still, I think Travelling Kate on top for me, and I thought too much caviar um, was the main danger as well. Um, it could chuck along, as you said, in front and be hard to beat. Um, similar thinking to you here, Matt. Beauty. The third is a 1,500-metre benchmark 78 for the boys, where Wategos has is going to Marimbula tomorrow, in fact, has come out now. Uh, you can still get about three bucks there at Marimbula for those that might be so interested, including myself, uh, because I would have had it on top here. But who have you found on top with what's left? Uh, I've gone for Marquess here. Uh, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Uh, this is a pretty average field here, and it's the horse that has had the three wins in a row. Um, yeah, first up win was a good one, and no reason it can't progress with the right combination. Blue colours, McDonald Cummins. I, uh, full disclosure, when we get everything else later, I'm tipping a few blue winners here. Uh, so I do have a love for them fresh, in, especially in the juvenile races, so... Take some of those tips with a grain of salt and get there, but I'm tipping this one too for J Mac. Gets gate one. That was a nice enough win. You know, it wasn't a blowaway field of beat, but it did it well enough. Main danger's come out. I think Suasive runs well now. Probably finds the lead. Uh, and is flying, running really well. And is ten bucks if uh, if you're able to perhaps save on that one. The fourth is an eighteen hundred meter benchmark seventy two midway, uh, and. I, as usual, I'm looking for some value here, and I'm going to make the case that with even luck, Satna should have been in a finish last time out. It can get across here and find a place, hopefully a spot up on pace there, and it's 16 bucks at the moment. Can have something each way on it, and I'm going to go away from the rest of this lead-up form and look to Montefelicity, who's spent a lot of its life in better stuff, in open metro grade, went to Hawkesbury for a kill, comes here for Hippo. Track pattern, obviously, is always a concern, uh, as we've already said, said at Rose Hill, but again, it's what is it now? Seven dollars. I think that's worthwhile having a saver on because I think it's slightly better than midway grade. Um, what do you made of this? Yeah, interesting affair. I've settled on casual connection. Um, no, it didn't look to have done much in its first up run, but uh, it was only three and a half lengths off them, wasn't uh expected to to do a lot over 1500 first start was 26 bucks um this step up to 1800 suits um got the right draw here and can improve significantly off that run i think it can run well in what is a very open race i agree uh, and uh, especially with the john Sargent runners they tend to only really peak in there you know where he wants them to peak they don't you don't get a lot yep. you get you don't get flashing lights as such you get right 
ready, ready. We're getting ready, getting ready then. Bang. So uh, absolutely respect what you found there. The fifth is an 1,100-metre benchmark 78. Hard to say he's come out, I assume, to go to Queensland, where I assume you might have something to say about a bit later on. Uh, but here I am sticking with the last start track winner who is smashing Eagle, finally got even luck and uh, really won well there, beating a good horse in at least what we speculate is a good horse in Gaza Blanca. Uh, even luck again here. I think it beats these. This is a midway, essentially a midway field. Main danger is Extravagant Scar, who did resume quite well for the new stable and does get J-Mac. It probably does run well here. Uh, but, yeah, just sticking with the tried and true Saturday runner, uh, Expresso will also run well, given even luck on the pace there for Hippo. Yeah, pretty keen on Smashing Eagle myself as well. Um, that was a nice win last start. Uh, albeit the, the thing that ran second was probably a little bit unlucky, but it's, it would have, you know, this still would have made a race of it um, and had been working up to a nice win uh, given its previous form. I think it sits up again nicely here, drawn well. Schiller's flying and this horse is going well. And this is, um, as you say, small field and a pretty even one outside of it. The 1,500-metre benchmark 78 for the girls is up next. And who have you found here? Yeah, this is a good race. It's the five or, top five or six in the market, I think, uh, genuine chances here. Really found it hard to to settle on one. I thought Call Dye's run first up was pretty good, stuck to the task well. But I have settled on how good are you uh, from the Waterhouse Bot Stable. Uh, just seems to be progressing nicely through the grades here. Uh, will jump to the front um, and be hard to beat. Uh, last start was even money favourite. Hit the front, stuck on okay. Trialed since, wasn't asked to do a lot. I think this is um, a good chance in a really open race. I'm sticking with Cordai. It was uh, outside lead first up there and pretty brave, as you said. Uh, now second up, gets Nash on board, uh, gets a cosier run. Second up last time went down to Sandown and was given absolutely none and nearly won that Group 2 race down there. Uh, all things being equal, I think it runs really well. From, uh, I'm going to make Powerful Peg the main danger. Inside gate, uh, horse is flying. I don't have an issue with Amy McLucas riding in town with some of these. Uh, and it is the main danger. Obviously scared of how good of you should it cross and should the rail be the place to be. May well start favourite and may well win this race. The Quaddy kicks off with a Group 3, the up-and-coming stakes for the three-year-olds, over 1,300 metres, and we get a good little race here uh, to kick off the Quaddy. But I am sticking with the top weight here with Nash for the blue colours, as I alluded to earlier. Tom Kitten uh, did some real good stuff last time out, and uh, Nash gets the rails run of two really good trials, it's 13 bucks, and there's a good argument to be made this is the best horse here. Uh, I actually don't know why it's so long. Yeah, very keen, actually, the more I think about this. Cabalis was a tragedy beaten last start. Uh, from all reports, uh, can parade better uh, and have improvement in it, so is the main danger. And uh, man, we might have some ability. Was a nice debut there and gets a fence favours leading. Uh, I think it's the I noticed as well. I think it's the only Kementari in work at the moment. So only Kementari to go to the races, to be honest. But uh, 
might have more upside than that that first midweek one suggested. Sort of taking on the rest the rest of these. I, I just think Tom Kitten's a good horse. Yeah, I do too. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Cabalas. I think it is uh, got plenty of ability as well. It was good two starts back, and last start was a tragedy beaten. Um, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get off now. I'm, I'm hoping I can get a little bit better than around about the 320 that's on offer at the moment. But you're right. I did have two two main dangers. Tom Kitten was one of them. It was brilliant first up last time in. Um, I was at the track that day and uh, backed it and and thought it won really well. Um, and did win another race last last prep. I thought it would be... Um, do well and it, it did do that it is got to give uh, five kilos to Cabalas, but uh based on experience and form that's probably reasonable and i thought ducassi um that's been saved for this could run well uh, first up as well so didn't want to let it under my guard but uh Cabalis on top tom kitten and ducassi as the dangers awesome the 1100 meters group three stand dominico stakes again for three-year-olds is up next which way are you looking here yeah I narrowed it down to two and I've landed on the top weight Corniche and blue colors. And I'm betting uh, you're going to say the same thing. Uh, pretty good when last in work, uh, finished off with a group two win beating Shinzo, which I think is a good form line for this. Um, yeah, uh, only had the four starts and never been out of a placing. This looks like it um, should be hard to beat. Uh, main danger, Kalinski Abstract. Uh, one start, one win before it was put out. That was pretty impressive at its only start and has trialled quite nicely in preparation for this. I am with Corniche. Uh It has trialled beautifully for this. It, as you said, has a scalp of of Shinzo on its resume and won that uh, on his own merits on that day. Uh, you look at the other runs there, had uh, not a lot of luck the couple of times down south and not all the times down south. And, yeah, resuming here, dry track suits, uh, really like it. Barber did claim its scalp in one of those races down there fresh last time out. It's nine bucks. It's trialled fairly well as well. Just completely against that rosebud form. So away from that, uh, I'd be looking to Moravia, who went out wide but does look a good style of a horse. And Kadinsky Extract, as you said, will also go in the quaddy. Uh, very good style of horse, as a price tag suggested, but I was I was on track there actually when it debuted at Canterbury. Uh, it's they've put it away for this. Surely has some upside there. The ninth is a fourteen hundred meter benchmark hundred, and should Kalino lob here uh, on the quick backup from last week, where it sat outside lead uh, behind a proper horse uh, and wasn't bad and wasn't knocked around either. I think this sets up perfectly. Should the track be playing fair? And it should get back to the winner's store. The two, other, only we could find two dangers here. And one's a Mission Phoenix. It was pretty good first up. Uh, does have to go up in grade, but is an honest little horse that won't be far away from the pace. And Spangler, who has trialled very nicely in preparation for this. A lot of these, are, uh, we will say, have reached where they're heading in life. Beaver? Yeah, tend to agree with you there. I have got Kalino on top here. I think it can bounce back third up, um, second up syndrome. And that was an awful ride last start. I just didn't understand the logic there mm. to take Kalino and sit it outside the lead. It was, uh, I was totally confused by um, Jamie Carr doing that. 
It was it's bizarre. just they what Jamie Carr does of, is the answer. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Um, and just hopes, yes, that they're on a good horse. But in that company, uh, it just gave it no chance. Um, it was, yeah, I was just lost given the amount of money that came for it. Uh, nonetheless, I'm going to let uh, Purple back up here and hope that uh, it can get just in behind the lead here and be hard to beat. And I think you're right. I think the main danger is Spangler. That's uh, trial for this and um, has some ability. So Kalino on top for me, super hard to beat. Awesome. Let's wrap up the day with a 1,200 metre benchmark 88. Who are you finding here? Yeah, tough race this one. Um I was looking for something a little bit in the market. Um, you know, track will play a big part here. If it is a leaders-based track on the inside, then Pioneer River will probably start $2.50 in this. Um, but hasn't won for a while and doesn't win often and is coming from Melbourne, so I'm willing to take it on on the basis of that. I've settled on number two, Lock Eagle, uh, resuming here. Uh, has a good first-up record and has good form with the sting out of the ground. Um, prefers the softer heavy, uh, so probably gets the right conditions here and first up goes well, one at the distance. Um, hopefully they can run on a bit because it probably will be back in the field. Um, so I think it's going to be hard to beat. And Rosita, I think he can run well first up as well, fresh, um, has some ability. So it's looking at sort of playing a bit wider in the last. I think you have to. Uh, the problem I had with this race is that there, this is a field full of six or seven of these horses on their day could blow this field away. They just don't tend yeah. to have their day consistently, like Cuban Royale, Lock Eagle, Hell I Am, Rosita, even Brosnan, Kabling, all could win this yeah. race. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell you which one's going to do it, though. For the sake of the tip, I that like... Yeah, for the sake of the tip, I like Rosita on top. I think it's got some ability... Uh, may want it wetter, uh, but maybe the safest bet here if the rail's place to be is Diamond Dealer. Now fourth up, gate two is going to lob straight on pace and perhaps is just a safe way to go, but a race I got stuck on uh, trying to, you know, you're trying to pin a tail on a donkey that doesn't want to stand still with some of these. Uh, anyway, let's try and pin a tail on the... Rose Hill Quaddy for progroupracing.com.au. I'm going to start in the first leg with one Tom Kitten, two Cafe Millennium, three Cabalas, five Manway, and ten Griff. A little bit scared of Ducasse, but we'll move on. Second leg, one Corniche, two Barber, four The Instructor, seven Darm Forces, nine Kadinsky Extract, and eleven Moravia. Let's skinny up in the third leg, two Colino, four Mission Phoenix, and ten Spangler. Come home with one Cuban Royale, two Lock Eagle, five Hell I Am, six Rosita, eight Pioneer River, ten Kabling, twelve Diamond Dealer. 100 bucks gets you just on, uh, just a shade or under 16%. Uh, hopefully a little bit better with a couple of scratchings there. I'm going to make my best at Rose Hill, race five, number seven, Smashing Eagle, and my value, race seven, number one, Tom Kitten. Over to you, Beaver. Jeez, I was going to make my best, race five, number seven, <laughs> Smashing Eagle. There you go. Um, so we've uh, landed the same there, and I'm going to go my value bet, race 10, 
number two, Locker Eagle. Beauty. Cool. Let's head down to the Valley for the Carlian Stakes Day down there where we're currently rated as a soft track, playing a little bit of drizzle around in the afternoon forecast, but I think we start on a, on a good track. And the rail, just to confuse everyone, goes to the four-metre mark, which means I don't quite know how it's going to play. Uh, mm. <laughs> round three tends to be fair. Any further out, we're on pace. Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, the day that it was absolutely a highway was out five. Was five, that's right. Yeah. So I'm guessing... Uh, I tend to err. Like I tend to err on pace until proven otherwise. Once we get out of the valley, yeah. But, although, yeah. although last last time in, it, you didn't want to be on the pace. It was straight down the middle of the track. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a lottery. Um, but four meters probably tends to probably safer play on pace uh, based on that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll. The good thing is you can usually stamp the valley after two or three. So. Yes. We will watch and learn early, where we kick off early with the three-year-old boys over 1,200 metres. I don't know, as well just come out and say it, then I'm going to tip the blue colours. Uh, Amur, unbeaten everywhere but Flemington. Uh, trials, again, were beautiful. Ben Mellon jumps on, gets a cosy run, uh, and can win again. From the years, who has trialled great both times down south, Geordie Childs, inside gate on a Waterhouse runner suggests it probably pushes forward. Uh, and, in fact, the Waterhouse team could be in for a very good day at the Valley. Uh, but what do you think about the first? Yeah, tricky race here. I've actually settled on number three, Jewel Bay, um, coming over from Adelaide. I think it might um, look to lead as well uh, from the two gates. So it might uh, might just set it up for a Mur, um, sitting in behind them. Uh, but I think Jewel Bay's got a bit of ability first up. Um, did enough to win there. And I think there's plenty of improvement in this horse. And I think the, the state has got a bit of a wrap on this. So I've got it to run extremely well and the, as the danger. Cool. We get our benchmark 70 on the card in race to 1,200 metres again. Uh, yeah, which way are you going here? Yeah, I've landed on number nine, the prodigal son. Uh, bounced back to the winner's circle last start. Thought that was a pretty good win at Flemington. Uh, finished hard and finished over the top of them. Uh, so I think it can run really well. Tends to be a horse that either wins or doesn't do a lot, but uh, three from six career and has three out of four over this distance. Uh, gets fully aboard, can can take up a position. Um, so I think it can run well. Yeah, that was a proper win last time out for the Prodigal Son, uh, and I'm sticking as well. Uh, stays to the same grade. Uh, all things being equal here, I think it runs very well again. Uh, from Social Conscience, who sat outside lead behind Pareel at the track and distance and will run well again. And obviously terrified of Mawalak, who was unlucky coming here. Strong case, it could be unbeaten. It looks a very nice type from what I've seen of it, uh, albeit from afar. So could well be best horse at some stage. Uh, but, yeah, sticking with the up-and-goer in the prodigal sun. Sticking with the up-and-goer in race three as well, which is a 1,519-metre race for the babies, where Robrick was very impressive last time out. Cozy run, pulled away and bolted in. Uh, Zara gets on from gate four. 
and I think can do the same again uh, from Ambassadorial, who was a big price first up, but very tough, went away and won a big jump out, well, run a jump out in good style since, and I think runs well again. And Rockabilly Rebels come out, so no need to mention much more apart from I wasn't quite sure how to treat Sunsource here. Uh, how are you treating this race, Beaver? Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, yeah, I was a bit um, unsure how to treat Sunsource as well. 20 to 1. Seems a big price um, is all I can think. Seems a pro big price. I'm trying to work out why because I think genuinely uh was probably being set, what, for the derby? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a genuine chance in that. So I wouldn't be, I'm certainly not going to let it get under my guard. I'll be keeping a close eye on it. I've gone for Rip Roar. Um, thought it was a good run. Uh, mm-hmm. First up uh, in Australia, uh, trialed okay and then uh, hit the line nicely there. I think it's looking for the 1500 and I think it can run really well here. Uh, got it on top. Rob Wick, Rob Rick, A Danger. And some source also. Um, keep a close eye on it. Beauty. The fourth is a benchmark 78 over the mile. How are we playing this one? Yeah, sticking with a horse that I got plenty of uh, time for on that Tennessee lad. Um, thought it was home last start um, and only just got beat by another fairly good horse. Uh, so I think if it runs up to that, it can take up a position gate two. I think it just gets the right one here and very keen on it. I really like the resumption of Arma Shelby. Sat wide at Sandown and chimed in and ran away from an okay field, a field that would match up fairly well against these. Uh, you're still getting eight bucks. And I'm, again, by now, by this stage, uh, and I'm not going to keep repeating myself, but as this is all assuming the track's playing fair. Uh, I think it runs well again at the $8 mark. From Hennessy Lad, you've outlined well, was pretty good there last time out. And I can find reasons to forgive River Plate's last couple, but the friendship's starting to wear quite thin there. The fifth is a 2,500-metre benchmark 78, where I've, I'm looking for a few at a price here because I don't quite know what I'm I don't quite like the race that much so the couple I mentioned uh Zaynudin's now at a couple of runs at the 2400 meters now drops right down in weight gets Dean Yendel and any extra distance probably helps it there albeit up in grade Farago is an honest horse who took some time to wind up there not in the clearest of air last time out uh bouncing off a nice win at Morville again even luck here I think runs well and I've got a bit of a feel for United Nations who got in a bumping duel with Kirkby in Sydney last time out. Gets Mark Zara now and he's now third up Australia. Perhaps it's go time at a big price in a, in what is a winnable race. Uh, we'll play around those three and see if we have any luck, Beaver. You know, I've stuck with Magnus being here. Uh, I think it's a progressive horse um, out of all of these. Uh, it's only one of the two of 12, but... Uh, six placings and I just think there's some upside to this horse one at the valley last start where it led and gave nothing else a chance um that was a good run and prior to that was pretty good at Flemington and Caulfield um I think it I think it's the most progressive out of these you're right it was a it was a tricky field and I went looking for something and then just kept coming back to it Craig Williams on board uh a leader here 
7500 runs the distance, probably wins. Yeah, fair commentary. Uh, the six is a 1,200-meter race for the three-year-old fillies. Where are you looking? Oh, I can't get past inhibitions, to be honest, in the blue colors. Mm-hmm. It, was good. it was probably um, the hard luck story. Uh, first up at Rose Hill, uh, didn't get much of a run, and when it got clear, it, it was really hitting the line super hard. Um, that was a nice run, and I was Thoughts. I uh, was waiting for it to come back. Wasn't asked to do a lot in the trial, but tried well enough um, since that run. Now down to Melbourne, uh, it gets a good draw, uh, gets the right setup here, and this isn't the hardest race of all time. Um, so I think it can be super hard to beat. Not much more to add. It's on top for me. I was keen on it last week, so it's now lobbed in a you know a Phillies race here down south. I think it'll win. Uh, main danger is Oz Empress, who brings some decent form here from Sydney around Dipsy Doodle and Co. Last Prep. Uh, can take up a position, should cross there from the gate. Uh, perhaps wanted to see wanted to see a bit more from the trials, but I think the Waterhouse team are now trialling a little bit different, differently to what we've seen in years gone by. Uh, I learnt the hard way with the thing in the last on Wednesday. Uh, around a 20 to 1 goes in everything I do. Uh, and Hell Queen always trials like a star. Probably runs well here for Ethan Brown, who's returned in good form. The seventh is a twenty-four, a twenty-forty meter handicap, and went looking for one horse here, and luckily I found it. Uh, it's jumping from gate eight. If anyone's looking to find it as well, it's uh, interpretation. I always had an opinion of the horse. I thought the resumption was quite good off the long spell, albeit on the fence at the Valley, but really got through its work well late. Uh, I may be a run early, maybe. A bit of a, a flat run before we get to 24, but uh, I'm going to have a crack at it here uh, with Mark Zara sticking. I think it runs well. The Old Faithfuls will run well. Jimmy the Bear and Braden Star uh, will do their usual thing, uh, and I wouldn't talk you out of it if that's the way you're fancying things, Beaver. Yeah, I'm stuck with Braden Star myself as well. Um, a couple of few favourites in a row here, but I th- all think that they look really hard to beat. That was... That rounded up really nicely last start, Braden Star, and like it's up and going, really fit. Um, yeah, it's been there or thereabouts this uh, time in, and again, I think it gets the right setup here, um, and can r- r- um, run past most of these. Just don't know. There's a lot of pace on here for something like interpretation. Uh, that was my concern. Um, and I think it, I think it's definitely a horse that's going to be worth watching over the, the carnival uh, in some of the longer races. But uh, Braden Star for me here, just a bit nippy and gets the right run. Yeah, probably depends how fast Irish Flame wants to go up front, I suppose. Uh, is reliant on that. Uh, the eighth is the feature, which is the Carly and Stakes, a listed race for the four-year-olds and up. Is a bit of a weird race to me, Beaver. Do you have an answer to it? It is a bit of a weird race. Um, I ha- my answer is Omni Man. Um, I do think Omni Man's going to be hard to beat. Just coming, the, the thousand meters is probably not its best distance. The, um, the concern I have is it's it's missed the start the last three starts now. If I could, like, yeah. everything sets up here, but it, it's been slow out. I went back and watched its last few because I don't know if it's just at the valley. I'm just concerned how far back it does get, but I'll let you keep going. 
Yeah, I don't think it'll get too far back. Mm. Um, if it doesn't miss the kick, um, it's going to be super hard to beat. And it was probably going the best of all of them on the line last oh, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After not getting much luck in running there, and probably was lucky, unlucky not to beat Sweet Ride. Um, so I think it's got to be. You've got to have it on top because there's four or five at the bottom that I just don't think can win. Um, so I really couldn't. Again, when I went looking something to beat it, I. You've got Generation um, resuming, um, Akram and Tula, just not sure. It, was, it wasn't it was a bad run last start, but outside of that, um, you know, fairly consistent horse. Um, and Sweet Ride, well, it was good last start, but uh, had all the favours. Um, so I just kept coming back to Omnimare, and I think it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I, I do agree you have to have it on top, and I do. I just think there's... Um multiple flies in the ointment, even hypothetical punching up. Uh, Snapper want to go forward. Acrobentua led it last time. And, um, yeah, just where it gets to is where I'm, is the concern. But I think, as you said, you have, if even luck and it jumps on terms, I think it wins. Uh, nervous about it, though. The ninth is a 15, 19-metre... Uh, what even grade is this? It's just an open handicap. That'll do. Uh, race where I think St. Lawrence is a little ripper. Uh, gets a middle gate where it can take up a position. We've seen it been able to use up a little bit. We've seen it sit back and swoop. Uh, and I think it's going to win again here. From King Magnus, big price. I think the forgotten horse in this field, despite the weight, the weight it's a proper horse. And it's better than 18 bucks in this field. And Aaron Bay gets inside gate and is an honest little trier. Uh, but wherever this is headed in St. Lawrence, I think it's better than this. Yeah, 100%. I think it's um, even money's a good price. Uh, gate five's perfect. Kilo and a half claim, 53. Gets in eight kilos lighter here. I know it's stepping up um, it's in grade, but this is a horse that uh, is packed with plenty of potential and um, it should be able to take care of these. Yeah, the last is another wacky little race here, benchmark 84 over 1,200 metres, uh, where, again, I could make a case for a few. Are you going to make a case for any? Yeah, I'm going to go for Red Hot Nick. Um, I think it can run really well. Um, would have liked a slightly little bit closer to to the, um, the fence, but I think it can run well here fresh. It's got some good form um, in some okay company. Uh Last time at the track was only a length behind Red Card, who's a pretty good horse carrying this weight. Um, so I think it can run really well um, and gets in a little bit closer with the scratch, the one scratching here of Piney River. Um, so I on top and thought it presented a little bit of value in the last. Um, fair call. I think there's five horses here you could uh, make a case 100%. for. And I don't really, well, with, you know, they are Maximilius, Najim Suhail, Red Hot Nick. Ringots, uh, but the one at the longest price is Russian Roni, who perhaps is underrated and is a tough little yeah. little one that'll tuck in one one and fight out the finish. But uh, as I said, those five you mentioned, I think any one of them can win with the right run and track pattern. We'll decide which way that is. Um, tricky way to finish the day on a card that I'm actually not a, not at all offended by. Have you got a quaddy for us there? 
I do have a quaddy for us, uh, going to the first leg, which is race seven. I'm going number three, Interpretation, number four, Jimmy the Bear, number six, Braden Star. Um, in the second leg, which is race eight, I'm going number one, Sweet Ride, number four, Generation, number eight, Omni Man, and number 10, Hypothetical. In the third leg, race nine, I'm going one out, uh, number seven, St. Lawrence. And then to finish the day um, in what is a very tricky last race, I'm going quite wide. I'm going to go number four, Najim Sahali, number seven, Russian Roni, Number eight, Super Razi. Sorry, number five, Red Hot Nick. And number 11, Gringotts. Very good. Have you got a best and value from the Valley? Yeah, my best is race nine, number seven, St. Lawrence. Uh, just can't see it getting beaten. Um, and my value comes up in race one, number three, Jewel Bay. Awesome. My best is race six, number three, Inhibitions. Uh, race four, number one, I'm a Shelby, is my value. Uh, and that is a look through two cards, which I'm actually quite keen to bet on if I know the tracks are fair. It's uh, a bit nervous at the moment getting until we get there, but I like both of these cards. Uh, do you like anything at the card coming to us from Doombin? Yeah, I do like a few up in Doombin. I'm going to go race one, number two, hard to say. Uh, given it's been safe well, to go coming, up there, yeah. and first up run was pretty good. Although there's some decent horses in that race, so um, I think think it's a decent race, but uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, then moving later into the day, race five, number three, Kinlock. I think it can win up there. I'm going race six, number seven, Vodka Martini. I think it can back up and win again. And then... Uh, to finish off my selections, I'm going race eight, number one, Snow Zone, which is the value. Awesome. A couple from Adelaide, race three, number three, Jean Valjean, pops back up over there. And race four, number one, Insulation, uh, off a nice win in Melbourne, is heading over the border. Uh, that is a look across the country at some good racing as we steamroll into spring Check out progretracing.com.au. Sign up to the mailing list to get this show into your inbox absolutely free every Friday night. And we'll be back next week with a midweek preview. Thanks, Beaver. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, punters. Bye-bye. Ciao,